Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, host Maurice Cerullo. It is Tuesday, December 15th. We're on to episode 23. Carl Bird, why are you smiling over there? <laughs> yeah, you messed up for going. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Carl Bird. Okay, I'm not, a, I'm not perfect. I just came from the dentist. My mouth was literally full of blood like an hour ago. It was disgusting. I hated every second of it, but I hadn't been in a while, so I had to go. I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Thanks, Carl Bird. <laughs> Eric, how are we doing today? I am fair to middling. Did you say that last time? I think you did. I don't know. It's been a rough few weeks. Man, it's, it's been a while since we've been here. I just got a notification telling me that Laguerre Blunt's on IR. Oh. So that's sad. Yeah. That's terrible for me because he, well, Patriots, and then he's also on my fantasy roster while I'm in the playoffs. So that's rough. The hits keep coming, man. Yeah. So otherwise, I'm good. Yeah. Could be worse. Could yeah. be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> God, I can't imagine how awful that must be. <laughs> Or you could hate NFL with a passion. Or football, I should say. Because I do hate the NFL. Oh, that's, <laughs> too, that's worse than being a Cowboys fan. Because at least if you're a Cowboys fan, you get to see football, and football's awesome. In all its glory. Right. How are we doing, Vic? I feel ecstatic, man. <laughs> oh, you're looking good? Feeling good? I like it, I like it, I like it. Yeah. Uh, it's been, yeah, we've been away for a few weeks. Got some. Uh, I'm doing all right, Maurice. Thanks for asking. I started <laughs> with you, and you're you did not, giggling. Right. You ch- did not choose to answer. You did. You were over there giggling like a schoolgirl. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I tried, to, I, tried, I tried to cover it up, and you just ruined it. But we've been away for a few weeks. We've got a few hot topics to get to, some fall TV discussion, and uh, some hot trailers that have dropped. There's been so many trailers in the past week, I don't the even know. hottest of hot topics. Week, like, just a weekend alone. Yeah. These joints are hot like your new stove, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks so good. Uh, it was just... Every day it was just like, oh my god, there's a trailer. Oh my god, this one just got dropped for like without even telling anyone. I'm like, oh, now this is a Star Trek trailer. Shit. Uh, but before we get to that, um, go around and see what we've all been up to lately. Eris, you uh, read any comics? Played any games? Seen any movies? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, so on Friday night, took my wife on a hot date to go uh, see Mark Anthony in concert. Yeah, that was so awesome. Man. That was nice. good stuff, man. We had a good old time. It was, uh, MGM Grand at Foxwoods. Mark Anthony's really good. So it was my wife's favorite salsa artist. Um, it's not my favorite artist in the world because I like that ratchet shit. You know what I'm saying? You certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> the ratchetier the better. <laughs> um, but yeah, his music is very deep, um, which I did enjoy. I do enjoy his music. Um, my wife loves his music, and she she went nuts uh which was pretty awesome to see because i you know she's 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 not usually the type to go crazy she was like oh my god (laughs) he's so awesome and i'm like oh that's weird (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad she enjoyed it mark anthony is funny he's a goofy dude didn't take himself seriously which i did not expect because he's one of those like legends of the game types of artists He's up there. Um, and uh, he kept it light, man. He was good. He was engaging with the audience. There was a lot of audience participation, which was really weird to me. There was a, He made out with some random lady. Like wow. Some lady just brought him flowers, and he totally made out with her. Wow. Like, oh, that's full, awesome. like five seconds. It's a good thing you guys weren't front row. It's the thrill of her life. Right. Mark Anthony. <laughs> Get out of here, Mark Anthony. <laughs> I'm creepy, man. You would have caught a quick one on the chin, Mark Anthony. <laughs> A little kid jumped on stage, like some four-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and just started dancing, like out the crowd. 
Started dancing. Parents barely brought him. He knew dance moves. Started dancing. That was pretty cool. So, Mark Anthony, thumbs up. If you get a chance, go see him. It was fun. Uh, also, let's go back. Let's take it back. Has been a few weeks since I made some hot anime recommendations. Uh, I did watch a new series, another Netflix exclusive, Netflix original, called The Seven Deadly Sins. Hmm. Uh, so this uh, is a medieval uh, anime, which I haven't seen in a long time. I feel like there hasn't been a nice medieval uh, setting anime in a while. Yeah. Uh, but it's a comedy. It's an action comedy. It's pretty goofy. It's got some really cool characters in it. Um, the main character, uh, basically the story is about this uh, group of knights called uh, the Seven Deadly Sins who uh, have a reputation for basically being... Uh, evil and they uh, the, the story begins that they betrayed their order of holy knights and they have since been uh, exiled and they are being hunted uh, nobody knows who where or you know what they're up to uh, and uh, there is some upheaval some revolt in the uh, nation and this young princess of the uh, the empire goes looking for them because the order of holy knights appears to have turned Evil. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so she's looking for these powerful knights. She finds this, uh, the main character's name is Meliodas, and uh, he turns out to be uh, this very powerful child looking dude who apparently never changed in the 10 years since he's been uh, exiled. Mm. Uh, and then they go on a quest to find the other six deadly sins. Nice. And uh, they basically all have, uh, they're, they're all named after the seven deadly sins. So, you know, wrath, sloth lust and all that good stuff and they all have different powers and it's like you know this type of anime where they sit here and they call out their move names and stuff so there's like some kamehameha wave type moments and i really enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> so it's super silly it's got good action it kept that energy all throughout the entire uh first season i'm hoping that uh, netflix will uh shell out for a second season because uh, i i enjoyed it nice. it was good light-hearted real nice i still i have to see one punch man which you recommended a few weeks ago i did uh-huh. You watch more of it? I did. I'm, oh, I'm nice. all caught up. I, I, I watch it every week. I feel like that is all over the internet now, and I definitely heard it here first. Like, really <laughs> <from my guys. laughs> it is all over the internet. And Conor McGregor, UFC, was one punch man. This yeah. Last weekend. 13 he, seconds. He knocked out his opponent in one punch. And the is first it? thing I did was I yelled at one punch man. No, there's like no point of just ordering UFC fights anymore because you can just catch the main event like a couple minutes later. But there's other fights <laughs> on the card. There's other fights. You, you can just watch a event. GIF of it later. Yeah. <laughs> but there's other like like the other world title fight uh, for middleweight went three rounds. You know, it was a legit all the way through. But it's, that was just a weird main event. But the Conor McGregor fight you can watch on GIF. My friend <laughs> and that's it. My friend Jim, is Jim, Carl, excuse me. Jim. My friend is a huge uh, Conor McGregor fan, so he was running around in circles. It was oh. kind of like how I was reacting when Seth Rollins catching his money bank briefcase at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> my notes. They say One Punch Man. Because <laughs> nice. I wanted to give an update. So One Punch Man, I am all caught up on it. And uh, I got a little surprise this weekend when I finished watching the latest episode. On the preview, it says that the next episode, episode 12, is the final episode of the show. Which... Ever? That's what it says, the the final episode. That's oh. that's what the preview said, <laughs> which shocked me because I feel like they're not going to get around to actually, like, telling a story. So it's, 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 it's Mango, though, right? I don't know. Is it based on I haven't looked to see if it's based on Mango or not. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it feels like there's not a cohesive story to it. It's just mm. a bunch, uh, a series of crazier fights, like, oh. just <laughs> ramping up with more powerful <laughs> foes and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, except for him, because he can just 
and kill anything with one punch. <laughs> um, but it's been enjoyable. That's still silly as hell, and the action oh, is still really cool. Okay. Okay. It's a webcomic? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, wait, a web co- a Japanese webcomic? Apparently. That's that's totally random. I haven't read a webcomic in a long time. Huh. I, used to read I haven't read webcomics since I stopped reading Penny Arcade years ago. Yeah. Me too. Um, but yeah, I, I am still enjoying One Punch Man. I wish that it would have been a longer series because if the next episode is indeed the last one, uh, there's going to be basically nothing revealed about anything. Right. Um, but yeah. hey, it kind of, if you think about it, it kind of just goes right along with the with, with the sensibilities of the show because the only thing that's really given a fuck about is the action. So mm. nice. I guess that makes sense. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Sweet. I, um, definitely, and that's on Hulu, right? Yeah, Punch Man. Totally on Hulu. Every episode. I need to check that out. Seven Deadly Sins, Netflix, Mark Anthony, in a uh, theater near you. (laughs) (laughs) Check him when he comes back. He's good at salsa. Call Bird, I know Um, you mentioned earlier, well, we're going to save the Star Wars talk for next week. Yes. But I know you have been catching up. On, movie, I, I that, on movies that literally every human being has seen. <laughs> but other than that... Listen, it's a, it's a refresher. <laughs> okay. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Sure it is, Carl. Well, other, than your, yeah, other than your Star Wars, what you got? Um, let me see. Thursday was my uh, company Christmas party, uh, which was a really big... They went all out. It was actually at Twin Rivers. Nice. So, um, yeah. going all out. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute, Carl. Not from where we, what we're used to having it at. But, yeah, um, they were... <laughs> All out, had TV monitors all over the place and stuff, like mm. like it was some type of like award show broadcast, but all out, it was a good time, and then we all like went out, went out to vote afterwards, had drinks and hang nice. out and stuff, so shout out to Team Refocus on that, it was a good time, um, and then on Friday, um, I know I'm a couple of weeks late, but I finally watched Creed. Yeah, yeah Carl. Everything that these two said, except Wait, for, when did you watch Creed? I went to I went on Friday ah. for Furman's birthday. Shout out to a friend of the show, Furman. Wait, did birthday. you guys watch that basketball game after that? No, wasn't that Celtics before. game on Friday? No, yeah, but it was on before. Oh, was that before? Damn, what? Damn, you guys yeah, we caught going to that damn thing super Sheesh. late. Yeah, yeah, we went to like Jesus nine fifty five. That game made me really mad. But whatever. <laughs> I, I figured that. I figured that. But yeah, it was every that movie was everything you guys said it was. Although I didn't cry, so I mean, okay. <laughs> that's okay, Carl. Neither did I. Okay. At least two out of four of us are men here. <laughs> oh come on. Hey, hey he. I've cried he said before. it. You know what? I refrained. I actually controlled myself. Uh-huh. It's all of it. It's all of it. And then um, yeah, like I got so like obsessed with the movie. Like I, I'm ready to like. Watch it again. Mm. And I've been listening to the soundtrack all weekend. Nice. When's Creed 2 coming out? That soundtrack I'm is ready. legit. It, it is. It is. It is to the point. Like, I like how they had, you know, Meek Mill in there, who is probably the only voice of Philly right now. And um, so they sad. captured that. They... <laughs> so you're saying Drake owns yeah. Philly. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, if it wasn't for that battle, then Meek would have been okay. But... Yeah, he would have. He should have never started it. Uh, hey, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, oh, no, it was a, it's a dope soundtrack. Uh, dope movie. I recommend anybody to see it twice. Wow. Man, 
You know what? Meek Mill, that was a bad move. Oh, if indeed. If you think about it, it was, a, it was not even because he, oh, he messed with Drake, and, though. And, this, like, Drake is his girl's boy. Like, he is Nicki Minaj's boy. Yeah. Like, that... That, that, that's like my wife, like me destroying you, Carl. Like my wife is your friend. That would be like me destroying you in a rap battle. And like it would be super awkward every time there's a party or we get together to watch football. It would be super awkward, Carl. Well, it would be the other way around. That would be Carl Bird destroying you, right? Because you're yeah, you're yeah. in the situation. I don't know, man. Somebody's <laughs> girl is friends with another. I don't know. You know what I'm yeah, saying. You would be yeah, the, you would be the meat bill and I'd be the... Right. Uh, I, I mean, mean the, just don't. That's dumb eyebrows. That's named Drake. <laughs> I don't know. That must be super awkward company Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm oh, and then he got into another beef with Wale. Label mates at that. So hey, Wale, friend of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's so yeah, that's weird. pretty much been it. Other than my um, fall TV, fall TV shows that we'll get into later on. Uh, been pretty much of a light weekend. Yeah, I got you. Vic, did you watch any TLC last night, Vic? Or Sunday night? Yes, I did. Yeah, I watched uh, TLC last night, the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs pay-per-view, mm. which was every bit as meh <laughs> as I thought it was going to be. Although I did see the highlight, that one highlight of the show was when Kalisto did his move. Oh, yeah, the Selena Del Sol off the ladder. Yeah. That was hot. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. And that was it. Like Actually, that was oh. the one time I networked, because I was switching between the Patriots game and that, and yeah. it was the one time I network buffered on me, and mm-hmm. I just totally... <laughs> And then, like, I heard the announcer go, that was awesome. I'm like, yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was actually live tweeting the, the show, my opinions of... I did uh, see some of that. Yep. Yeah, you saw some of that. And um, I, the highlight for me of that show was uh, Dean Ambrose winning the Intercontinental yep. Championship against Kevin Owens. In a good, good for him. Good match. I was very glad to see yeah, that. Was, that was my main event. After that was over, I stopped watching. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil Monday Night Raw for anyone if you're going to watch, but... good thing. A lot of interesting things happen on Monday Night Raw, so I'd recommend go watching that. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, watch TLC. I also watched uh, all 25 episodes on Netflix of uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Yep, uh, you did not leave the house. <laughs> uh, a, a friend of the show recommended it to me, and I watched all 25 episodes, and I really enjoyed it. Well, Although, a friend of the show. Why don't you give him a shout-out? I'll give her a shout-out later. Uh, but uh, um, I, I really like the show. Okay. The, the, show, <laughs> the, show was, the show was very good. Although I did find... Razor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone has recommended Attack on Titan, well, man. Well, she didn't recommend the show. Oh, okay. No, shout out to Rosa. But anyway. Oh. Um, but she, but yeah, she wrote. A friend She's got of, a good taste. Yeah, she does. Yeah, Rosa recommended the show to me, and uh, I watched all twenty-five episodes, and mm. I really enjoyed it. It's a fantastic series. Although I found, I thought the the last episode was very unsatisfying. Uh huh. It ended on a very unsatisfying note mm-hmm. because it was only one season, mm-hmm. and then come to find out, they are act- there's actually a season two coming out next year. So hopefully we'll get some Eventually. questions answered. I watched all that when I was sick. It was great. Welcome yeah. to the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all watched Attack on Titan and were unsatisfied like two years ago. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I remember on, I saw the commercial for Toonami and then someone was like, oh, it's all subbed on Netflix. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not going to wait. Screw you, Toonami. I'm going to watch this shit right now. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, so yeah, Tiger Titan, good show. Thanks, Rosa, for the recommendation. And I also watched uh, two two really good movies uh, in the last week. Two very dark, grim movies, which I which I did enjoy. Um, oh, that's different. Yeah, very different. <laughs> very different from my usual fare. Uh, one, uh, which I'll review in a second. Uh, one movie was this um, new Austrian psychological horror film called Good Night, Mommy. And Good Night, Mommy, it's a film. It's a centered centered around these two two. two uh, 
twin 10-year-old boys whose mother they comes home from like a reconstructive surgery so her face is all bandaged up and um, when she comes home she's very standoffish she's very cold almost borderline cruel and you and the boys start to wonder who is this woman this woman might not be our mom so they take some rather drastic steps to find out the identity of this woman who claims to be their mother and the whole film is just it's just uh, depressing and fucked up and disturbing and I liked it a lot. And it is your taste. <laughs> and and I, I just I just like I just like the, the, the thematic and the visual austerity to it. It was very it was very grim and I like the fact that it, it takes place in this um, modern this modern remote house like way located somewhere in the boondocks and and the and the longer the film runs, the more the the more that the tension just ratchets up every with each passing minute, mm -hmm. and the and as you're watching it, your sympathies kind of shift between the characters. And to to go into into it in, into any further detail will kind of be spoiling the film. But mm -hmm. if you're a fan of like like really engaging psychological dramas that are a bit on the fucked up side, definitely check out Good Night, Mommy. I it's one of my favorite films of the year. It'll probably be in my honorable mentions. And it kind of reminds me of another depressing film which came out in 2009 by Michael Haneke called The White Ribbon, mm -hmm. which is centered on this, um, which is kind of like the whole study of e how evil, the origins of evil centered around these children terrorizing this village. Really good film. So yeah, check that one out as well. And I also checked out another melancholy film, a really good documentary too. It's called Amy. And it's a, uh, Amy, it's a uh, documentary directed by uh, Asif Kapadia, who also directed this other really cool documentary called Senna. And Amy is uh, the documentary which chronicles the life and death of Amy Winehouse, who you okay. know, who uh, passed away in 2011 at the age of 27. I heard about this one. Yeah, yeah. Yep, she died of alcohol poisoning, and um, the whole the whole film is comprised of like home home footage of mm -hmm. like her life, like started out when she was 14, and like uh, footage of her behind the scenes performing on stage and her TV appearances. And what's cool about this documentary is that rather than have the traditional like talking head, you know, interviews, what what Kapadia does is he actually uh, features the voiceovers of the interviews that he did, mm -hmm. and he just shows footage of you know White House and who, and whoever she dealt with at the time. So her family was all in on it, like they were all supportive of the documentary. Um, her father wasn't. Okay. Um, and and I'll, and I'll get into cool. it as to why. And 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 throughout the film, you kind of hear from people who worked with her. Like for example, um, you hear uh, from Salam Remy, who was one of was one of her main producers, who has like this deep respect for her her mm -hmm. work. You hear from uh, her childhood one of her childhood friends. And uh, the whole film, you kind of see like how she kind of spiraled into like this uh, vortex of like drugs and alcohol because she had a, like an addictive personality, and she kind of surrounded herself with people who didn't have her best interests at heart. Like for example, like she replaced her original manager with this guy who was a concert promoter, and his whole and as a concert promoter, his whole mo was just getting her out there on the road as many times as possible, mm. regardless of her health. And so that kind of did her in, and also. What did her in too was her uh, ex-husband uh, uh, Blake Fielder Cecil, who was this. Well, the, the moment you hear him, you get severe douche chills <laughs> because this guy, this guy's a fucking monster and a fucking cunt bag. Wow! And wow. Whoa! Yeah, it, it, that's that, and that's and that's that's the that's the most PG description I can I can say of this guy because like you hear how manipulative he is and he kind of he takes like a certain amount of like sick pride in like how he got into Amy Winehouse's uh, head how he exploited her insecurities and how he you know kind of you know kept her on a leash emotionally and. And, it, and the whole film kind of has a melancholy, depressing air to it, considering how, how her life ended. But there were two scenes in the film which kind of made me smile. One of which, my favorite scene in the film, was where she actually collaborated with uh, her idol, uh, Tony Bennett, 
the legendary singer at, in Abbey Road Studios. Uh, yep, yep. And because he was uh, uh, collaborating with her for his uh, duets album. Mm -hmm. And as you see them like working together in studio, like you see Amy Winehouse, she's kind of fangirling out and she's kind of nervous as she's singing. She's kind of like tripping over her lyrics a little bit. And mm -hmm. then you see Tony Bennett kind of trying to, you know, guide her and coach her patiently like a mentor would. And you kind of see how she was, how despite all the celebrity, if you take that away, she was like a fan and an artist first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So you kind of so that 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 was a, the happiest scene in the film, and also um, uh, there was another scene too where her father like where she comes out of rehab and she goes to like Saint Lucia to recover, and her father actually tries to exploit this by going there with a camera crew to film her recovery for a TV mm -hmm. documentary special, mm -hmm. and it was just it, that the whole scene kind of made me sick because it's mm -hmm. like oh my god like this this your dad your dad only came back because you know he. Because well, yep. you blew up, you got famous, and then that's when he came into going on money train. So, so and, and naturally, the film ends where she joins the uh, the fame, infamous Twenty Seven Club, where mm -hmm. all these uh, famous artists died at the age of twenty seven, like uh, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison. So uh, it's a, it was a it was a really good documentary. Um, uh, definitely, like I said, it's it's depressing, but uh, check it out. It's uh, one of the one of the year's best documentaries, in my opinion. So yeah, that and Goodnight Mommy makes for a good, uh, very grim double feature. So yeah, check those films out. Just for the remaining time for the holiday season. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Lots Amy, that's on... Uh... Uh, Amy's not on Netflix, but it probably will be in a couple of months. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. Definitely be checking that one out. Yep. Um, hey, what have you been up to, Maurice? Oh, thanks, Carl Bird. <laughs> I was actually looking at the headlines there. Um, I'm going to have two quick video game reviews that are things that I've been playing. Um, also, a few weeks back, we I also attended my work's Christmas party at Mohegan's Sun because we do it up. What's up? Oh, nice. Whoa. This is a non-profit organization. That's true. That is so, true. I mean, that is true. Give us some type of credit. Honestly, I would have rather they put it in a bingo hall and then given us bonuses because I was looking around this place and I'm just like, how much money did these these people spend? Oh, we my God. Bonuses, it's insane. It is nice. It is insane. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Um, Eris could not make it, unfortunately, because his babysitter fell through, but that's okay. We'll get him next year. She was sick. Yes. Everyone, actually, everyone's been getting sick lately, I Nothing noticed. Nothing I could do about Keep that. Keep that S or C flowing to everyone. I tell everyone I know. That's a, it's a hot tip you just dropped <laughs> on the podcast. S or C, it's amazing. Look it up. Um, and the, the two games I've been playing, uh, well, three games, excuse me, uh, for my brothers, we do a weekly gaming session with Elder Scrolls Online. Still convinced that they just totally mismanaged that game. They should have just said, hey, it's, it's multiplayer Elder Scrolls. Because <laughs> I still haven't really seen the, the... If you're in a party together, we only play once a week, play for a couple hours. You're not really talking to anyone in the outside world, so it's not really MMO-ish. It's more just multiplayer. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of, you know, have your four, it's, you have classes and skills and stuff, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it is really just Skyrim multiplayer. Uh, more Skyrim than Morrowind. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry. Yeah, Skyrim and Oblivion than, than Morrowind. Uh, but I did like Morrowind a lot. I'm playing also more Battlefront. Uh, my tip for that is if you have friends to play with, have a blast. If you're playing by yourself, it's going to suck. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Uh, I did play the Battle of Jakku uh, DLC, but there's literally no story behind it whatsoever. It's just they just drop you into the battle and you just fight. You run 30 feet, get sniped, start all over again. Because <laughs> I played it by myself and I'm just like, this is not fun. I'm not having fun. Mm. Um... But if you play with others and you're know, talking and having fun, it's definitely geared toward multiplayer. And then I found out uh, Battle of Jakku, the story behind it was explained in a like uh, young adult novel called Lost Stars, oh, Star, okay. Star Wars. I'm like, oh, 
all right, that's the story I was looking for. That's why I pre-ordered this thing in April. So that was a bit of a disappointment. Um, and I have to, I'm waiting for more friends to get the game uh, come Christmas time <laughs> yeah. so that I can play some more. And I've also been playing Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, if you're looking for a single-player game and you have, only have an Xbox, it's Xbox exclusive for at least a year. Pick it up. It's a lot of fun. Um, they took the first game and just kind of upped it up a little bit. And I, after I played Jakku, I just, their Battlefront, I put that down, put it in Tomb Raider, and I was like, oh, this is a blast. Having a lot of fun. Take it piece by piece, and then, yeah, highly recommended. That's what I've been up to. I've actually been playing a lot of games lately. I have not, I probably played more games in the past week than I did in the past two years. Wow. <laughs> so I'm working my way back up. Nice. Right in time for the Game of the Year awards. <laughs> Even though I haven't played any of the games that are on this. Oh, God. All right, Vic, bring us through the, uh, the headlines real quick. Yeah, I got some news headlines coming down the pike. Uh, first, as we mentioned, the Game Awards 2015, which took place on December 3rd in Los Angeles, California, at the Microsoft Theater. Uh, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, that was the big winner, won winner of three awards for Best RPG, Game of the Year, and Developer of the Year, CD Projekt Red. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain won Best Action Adventure and, and Best Score. And Mortal Kombat X won Best Fighting Game. Yeah. Um, there was some controversy um, because Hideo Kojima was legally barred by Konami <laughs> from attending the award ceremony because he's still under an employee contract. Yeah, that's pretty. So wait, I don't, I don't understand this. He couldn't attend because he was still an employee. The employees can't attend that thing. Just yeah. contract stipulations. Yeah. Oh. It's like a you know like a non compete clause type of situation. So he can't like talk to other game people. Well, if he's not working for them currently, mm -hmm. why would they? Like I understand them not wanting him accepting an award on their behalf yep. for a company that he no longer works for. Oh yeah, yeah. But like banning him from going altogether is pretty douchey. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So uh, hashtag fuck Konami. I'm just told it's Konami. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't pretty matter. sure it's Konami. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, also another new gaming news, Psychonauts 2 uh, has been announced and it's underway. What? Yeah. Yeah, Psychonauts. Yeah, I love the first game. Yeah, that original Psychonauts was dope. Yep. Uh, Tim Schafer and Double Fine, they're actually uh, trying to raise $3.3 on the crowdfunding platform Fig. Um, hey, a lot, of, a lot of games are being crowdsourced nowadays. Yeah. Wait, are you telling me that there's not a publisher that's willing to shell out for a Psychonauts 2? Uh, really? Yeah, I, think it's, it's probably not. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same thing where they're doing with... Um, it's pretty whack. What was that? Shenmue? Where like PlayStation or Sony's behind it. But they're like, we need to see enough interest and then we'll get more money. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. Yeah. If you want to give their money to it, be my guest. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll be on the lookout for that. Um, also, uh, Fox, they're currently developing a Rambo uh, TV series called Rambo New Blood. Uh, Sylvester Stallone will not be involved in any way with the production. And uh, Jeb Stewart, the writer of the Die Hard and the Fugitive, will be uh, scripting the series. And the whole series is going to focus on Rambo's son. So, oh. So they're going to recast Rambo? Huh. I don't know. But uh, It's Jim Rambo this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim. Yeah. No Stallone. That's weird. Yeah, yeah it'll be yeah, weird. That's, that's not one that I would have, you know, that would jump to mind. Like, if you ask me, hey, what 80s action series... Would you want turned into a television show? Rambo would not be my first choice. Yeah. All he's got is Rambo and Rocky. You can't take one of those away from him. I would take Cobra before I take mm. <laughs> Rambo, okay? Cobra was a badass. Yeah. I Cobra agree. didn't give a damn. Hmm. Although, you can, you can cast Michael B. Jordan as the adopted son of Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. Get that yeah. going. Yep. 
And uh, last... Tango and Cash. Now that would be a fucking quality television <laughs> program. That would actually, yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least on the TV news, um, many people's favorite uh, uh, animated series on the Cartoon Network in the past decade, Samurai Jack. It's actually making its big return next year. Nice. Yep, 2016. Um, the new season is going to air on Adult Swim. Ooh. Um, uh, the, oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that could have some interesting adult possibilities. That's good. Oh, oh indeed. And that got canceled like or like too soon, right? That was one of the things where it didn't get a chance to play out. Um, I think it, it did play out. I think it was like four seasons. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that had a decent run. Is Gendy Tartakovsky back? Yep, he's back. Fucking awesome. Yep, he's yeah, gonna, okay. Yep, he's going to be helming the production. Uh, currently, the cast, number of episodes in the premiere date have yet to be announced, but we'll hear that hear about that in the coming months. Mm-hmm. And the show also was a winner of four Emmy Awards. Well-deserved. So nice. as long as you get Phil Lamar back in the title role, hey, I'm all set. <laughs> Phil Lamar. Oh, yeah, and Mad TV is going to come back for a special episode. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, just for like one, a one-off. Mad TV? Yeah. Really? Phil Lamar just made me think of that. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Is, is Will Sasso going to be there? No, no. <laughs> if there's no Will Sasso, I don't want it. <laughs> He's sure. the face of Mad TV. He's got to be back. He's got to be back. He has sure to be. Back. Um, so actually, I, I only heard about it. I haven't seen any real details. Mm. Now, here's I'm just going to really quickly lift, list off the number of trailers that have dropped in the past week. Okay, these okay. are all some big things. We got Captain America: Civil War. Mm-hmm. Everyone, yay or nay? As as I list them off, please. Batman: uh, Civil War. Captain America: Civil War. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Nay. Mm. Meh. Okay. Mm. X Men: Apocalypse. Yay. Yay, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than the first trailer. Okay. It got me It got me more interested. In I'm still going to see it regardless. So right. I mean, right. I, I'm a little 50-50 on that one. Right. Independence Day. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. I like that trailer. It, it was cool. It was very interesting. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out. We'll so, get... I'll give it a yay. <laughs> yay for Vic. I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh, you have to catch it. Star Trek Beyond. Meh. Yay. Meh. Okay. I could. I mean, it is being directed by the uh, Justin Lin, more famously known for Fast and Furious. No! <laughs> yep! Yeah! Um, hey, there we go! No, no, yeah! no! Yeah! So you can definitely. Zero Fast, Zero Furious! Here we go! Actually, that's exactly oh, what it is. Wait, you know what that means? Wait, Ab, you know what that means, right? We get a car. Going from one space station to another space station. It may be the Enterprise. And then to another space station. <laughs> we win, big. Listen, actually is, listen is it may not star Vin Diesel, but we're getting zero fast, yeah, zero furious. fast and furious in space. I hate you all. Uh, Hollywood <laughs> loves us. Yep. Ninja Turtles. No. Meh. Uh, I don't care. Thumbs way I'm down on that still one. Still going to watch it. Because now I know what to now I know what to expect. Uh, I won't be watching that in theaters. So Bebop uh, and Rocksteady looks super dumb. Yeah, yeah. but Seamus. <laughs> yeah, poor Seamus. In all honesty, can, can we just discuss the Captain America trailer versus the Batman yeah. and Superman trailer yeah. and how Marvel is running the game? Yeah. In trailer releases right now. That trailer was really, really. Boring. Trailer releases. I can't even talk. Trailer releases, movies. Marvel fanboy alert, people. Just a fair warning. Listen, man. I'm a DC guy. You know how much I love Batman, Me too. Me too. I'm a DC guy. That Civil War trailer was infinitely better 
Although I also still like the Batman and Superman trailer when I first watched it. Watching it more, uh-huh. I started liking it less. Oh, hey, you came over to my side. <laughs> I really like the song in the trailer, though. I really like the music for it. Um, I think the main thing, too, is for Civil War, you've had so many movies where these characters have built up. Mm-hmm. But for Batman and Superman, it's just, okay. They're just cramming everything yeah. in once. Oh, God, Marvel's killing us. We got to do something. Pretty much. like It feels like that's their reaction, and yeah. they just crammed yeah. everything into Chris. one movie. Like uh, it was funny um, when uh, my my friends, my, mine and Carl's friends, saw this trailer. It was uh, weird. The reaction was hilarious because everybody's like, "Oh my god! I feel like they're trying to do too much." There's Batman. There's Superman. There's Luthor. There's Doomsday. There's Wonder Woman. What's going on? And then I'm like, Aquaman's in that too. And they're just like, "Oh my god! <laughs> what is DC doing?" Yep. I was not. I honestly, for that one quick second, thought that Doomsday was solid and Grundy. <laughs> he kind of looks like Wraith, who's a lesser. Just kind of, I was like, ew. He, he looks is, kind of like a ugly Ninja Turtle. My hope is actually yeah, the was, new Ninja Turtle. My thoughts exactly. My yeah, thought, yeah. Like just, if a Ninja Turtle boned Abomination from the Incredible Hulk, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what he looks, looks like. like. He that's a good description, actually. Yes. Yeah, we discussed that. He looks like Abomination from Hulk. I am hoping. That's not his final form. It's just like I hope Apocalypse isn't in his final form. Yeah, he uh, looks like Ivan Ooze from yeah, he does. He really <laughs> Power does. Rangers. Um, and the thing, too, is Doomsday does not have laser vision. Yes, and he's never had that power. He does now. <laughs> Which was weird. And also... But, I mean, lot... it makes sense if they made him from sure. Zod. Like, that's sure. the thing. Right. He, you know, they're but changing his fan, origin story. I'm not a fan of changing powers. I hear you. And also, in the very last shot... Batman's holding a fucking gun. That was my big beef with it. And his, you were like, I like that trailer. And I'm like, did you see, did you see Ben Affleck holding the bat gat? What is this? And the Batwing shot bullets. Like real bullets. Batman in that universe apparently loves guns. Yeah. Never mind that his parents got gunned down. Right. It gave him a fascination well, with guns. Well, let's see what the context is in the actual film. Right. It could be like a... jump to conclusions. A, Something. Else. It I'm could sorry. be something. It could be literally anything. But they're trying to make these movies more grounded, so I can't see it being like a alien gun. And it's the whole trailer was just so dark. I feel like you don't yeah. market that movie by it was so just great. in the final shot, in the money shot of that trailer, mm-hmm. you've got Batman holding like a bat AK forty seven. Sorry, Zack Snyder. I, do think- I don't care if you want me to think there's some context here. He's holding a gat. Yeah. No. And no! I, I do think Wonder Woman looked really good. Oh, she, oh she yeah. She looked awesome. Oh, definitely. When I saw Wonder Woman uh, brandish her sword and shield, I was like, yes, get it, girl. And then, you know, that was it. <laughs> Sweet. You know, the sad part is I bet you really had that reaction. <laughs> I did. I really did. She did look really good. Um, Damn. Oh, God, God. But my favorite, so the part, the part I like about the trailer, because my favorite Batman-Superman relationship is from the animated universe, where they're like, when they first meet, like, uh, they're antagonistic, but nothing crazy, and then they get they become friends and like jokey. And that one scene at the very end of the trailer, which is probably like the funniest scene of the whole movie, which they put in the trailer, like everything else, he makes that joke, like that joke. Oh, is she with you? I thought you'd be, like I like that Batman and Superman. I like that a lot. Okay. But you know that that's where the movie's gonna get to. 
No, already. One, one positive I will say I took from this, I am more sold on Ben Affleck Batman yeah, yeah, from yeah. that trailer. Yeah. Like I, I, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Again, I like my Ben Affleck's my boy. Right. I like him in most things, except for Geely. No thanks, Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. That really was a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a real movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that definitely sold me more on that. But the overall vision... Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. real shaky on that one. Yeah, my, my big beef with the Batman Superman trailer was that they revealed way too much. They yeah. did. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like we got the whole plot synopsis right there. Yeah, you keep you can keep Doomsday a secret till the end. Like that, I would, yeah. if I were in the movie theater and I, that happened, I'd be like, oh, nice. Yeah. But now it's like yeah. I'm waiting for it. I'm just yeah. waiting for them to get make up and mm-hmm. then. Because even when... Uh, I'm sorry, continue, Vic. I'll, yeah. I'll get to that. Yeah, I will say that uh, making... Uh, I think it's implied that ge- making Doomsday out of General Zod's body, I think that was a bold choice, and mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not 100% sold, however, on Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm not at too, all. He's just too goofy. I was going to say yeah. so, when, when did they cast a Just Look At It guy as Lex Luthor? <laughs> he just came up and he was like, Hey, Bat, just look at it. Just would you just look at it, the, Batman? The worst part is that like his the voiceover was his, mm-hmm. like setting everything up, and then he's like, "Oh, if if man won't kill God, then I'll do it." It's like so you literally just said the entire plot of the movie where Batman's like, "Nope," and then Doomsday comes in. It's all it revealed way too much. It was literally the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, woof. Yeah. And, mm, mm. yeah. and also, I think uh, I'll, I'll I'll see how how. It, the context of the whole film, but I think Jesse Eisenberg right now, like I think like his portrayal clashes with the actual tone of the whole film. It yeah. absolutely <laughs> does. Because yeah. it's, it's like he's that cha- was that was like my other big beef with that trailer. He yeah. is so out of place. Yeah, it's like he's channeling um Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor from yeah. the original Superman. And that whole so, movie is gray. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just grayscale. Oh, except for Eisenberg's wig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his terrible wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, there's a video that. Like Victor, make a note of this, because you have to link this in the show notes. Sure. Uh, Everything that's wrong with the Batman Superman trailer uh, on YouTube, they made an awesome comparison for Eisenberg's character. They basically said, uh, so Eisenberg is basically portraying Jim Carrey's Riddler from Batman and Robin (laughs) as Lex Luthor? What the fuck? (laughs) Batman Forever. Right. Still. I am... I'm really disappointed you remembered which one it was. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's, it's up there with Independence Day. It's, pretty, it's a good flick. I, I, <laughs> no, like, it's, I like that one. Sully Independence Day. Just because yeah. Jim Carrey in his prime was the Riddler. No. I was a Jim, Car- I was a Jim Carrey fan. I was a terrible movie, sorry. I it was a terrible movie. I love Jim Carrey. I mean, you could see the, the, the shoemaker going downhill, but it wasn't terrible. Batman Forever was terrible, yeah. but Robin was way worse. Batman and Robin yeah. was the worst of the yeah. worst. Oh, that was the one with Bane. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that was... Who was that? Was, whatever. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not so bad. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Freeze. Who's a great... Whatever. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, but, yeah Riddler and Two-Face was that one. Batman yeah, Forever. Great movie. movies were made just to sell, yeah. just to sell toys. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad movie. Because well, Warner Brothers ruins everything. Because <laughs> Warner Brothers... Because Shoemaker... Schumacher. Schumacher, excuse me, is a good director. He made freaking Beautiful Mind, didn't he? No, that was Shit. Ron Howard. But he made a really what shoot. But he the say the I'm sorry, the scriptwriter for Beautiful Mind did Batman and Robin. Yeah. So Warner Brothers came in like you have to sell more toys, so make everything flashier. Mm-hmm. Oh, who do you who who gave Zack Snyder the keys to the DC Kingdom of movies? I feel like Warner we are Brothers. all finally starting to realize that We've making Zack Snyder the architect <laughs> of their film universe was a 
terrible idea. Everything's well, gray. Terrible. Well, let, let, let's see how the film plays out. I mean, I did like Man of Steel, mm -hmm. as imperfect as it was. And uh, like I said, I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan or the biggest Superman fan. And for me to like Man of Steel is saying something. So yeah, true. let's see how it plays out. I, feel I, like... I got faith that he'll do better. I feel like that movie is like, and, and I like Man of Steel also, but I feel like that movie gets a pass because it was the Superman movie that we've all wanted for so long. Yeah. Because every other Superman movie was like he was super whooped by Lois Lane, mm -hmm. and the villain was always a freaking dude who literally couldn't throw a punch at him. Yeah, yeah the original Superman was <laughs> like, really good movies. No, they are good movies. Mm -hmm. I, I, I. But they're made in the seventies. You really can't do much. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. They don't hold up. Yeah. Um, but that, that's the point. Like, it was finally a movie that saw Superman cut loose. Right, right, right. Which, you know, obviously we, we've all just been wanting. And I, I mean, feel like that guy... I, I, I know I gave it a pass because of that wait, and overlooked some of the flaws you, in it. You like mm -hmm. Superman Returns, a.k.a. Superman Lifts Heavy Objects? <laughs> <laughs> Listen... I, I'm a Brandon Roth fan. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. You're really good as Adam in uh, Arrow. He found a, a good spot for him in the DC Universe, a.k.a. the hero that no one fucking knows. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Good spot for him. Hey, nice. If you want to read some good The Adam stuff, uh, The Dark Knight 2. Oh, yeah. Dark Knight Returns 2. He's in that. Returns, returns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's in that. I recently read that. That was good. That was a good yeah. comic. Yeah. I totally had forgotten I never had read that. <laughs> so, um, so, you compare that to the Captain America 3 trailer, mm -hmm. which has more heroes in it, yep. more characters, yep. introduces us to a brand new one in the Black Panther, mm -hmm. and it's awesome! Yeah. It is. Black Panther looks so awesome in that trailer. He was running like so fast. I was like, my God, Black Panther got so It's like, how do you do it, Marvel? Like, you don't give away the whole movie. Yep. Nope. You introduce us to a crap ton of characters in a three-minute span. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we all love it. Yep. And there was no, like, I feel like the breaks in that Superman-Batman trailer where they're just, like, just plain dialogue mm. were, were, it's a bad trailer. Like, whoever edited that trailer needs to get fired. I agree. Because that's a terrible trailer. Yeah, Civil War you, trailer. Do, you don't need to have whole dialogue scenes in a trailer. Mm. Sorry, bro. This is not the movie. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to give us snippets here. Put some music behind that bitch and keep it rolling. Mm -hmm. Also, that Civil War trailer didn't even show Crossbones. Nope. Didn't show, uh, what the... Spider-Man? No Spider-Man, and no, what was his other villain, Zemo? Baron Zemo? Yeah, Baron no, Zemo. No, Baron, Baron Zemo is... Isn't he going to be the villain in, um, Black Doctor Pan Strange? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Zemo's Doctor Strange. Okay. Well, it's really villain. Or Spider-Man. <clears throat> yeah. Or, like, whatever, because obviously there's, like, a... Dude, the villain is, Cap is Iron Man. Like, they were beating the fuck out of Iron Man in that trailer. They were beating the shit off. <laughs> yo, they was jumping. That was a, <laughs> a two-on-one handicap match right there. Was, uh, he's wearing the three-breasted suit, so that means you know he's bad. Or Tony Stark was. They, they jumped him fucking midnight in the parking lot style. And they was in, it looked... Awesome. Oh, yeah. they were getting it in. Yeah. Now, I will say, I hope that Civil War actually introduces some actual stakes. Because if you look at all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films, like, and I mentioned this before, all of them have the same same pattern to mm -hmm. them. And it's, and it's predictable at this point. I hope that they have strong villains in this, in this next film. And I hope that some main characters actually die. I, oh. want, I, want, I want some unpredictability. Because at this point, 
if it's just another stopgap to Thanos, then I'm not. Then my my, my enthusiasm is going to be reduced significantly. Was Quicksilver not enough for you? You bloodlust. <laughs> no, no. Quicksilver did die. Well, Quicksilver, <laughs> yeah. Quicksilver. I did not expect that, by the way. Yeah, Quicksilver is not enough, though. I want I want more deaths. Body count. Hmm. But hmm. but I mean, it's I, just got, thought, I, I just, think it is just all going to lead just, up to Infinity War. I just thought of something, Vic. What? If by the transitive properties of the Walking Dead principle, <laughs> we just got introduced to a new black hero. Oh, uh, God. Goodbye, Roddy Rhodes. You're fucking dead, guy. No, I, 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 I will say this, though. I will say this, though, Marvel. Please leave, leave the black characters alone. As, 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 a, as a black comic book fan, Carl and I can attest to this. We want so little, all right? Get, just, just, just give, just leave our black characters alone. Sorry, War Machine. Kill, kill everybody else. So all right. Rhodey Rhodes is fucking dead. Remember, you heard it first on the Codex Prime podcast. I am calling it. You can put money on that. Go to Vegas. Rhodey Rhodes is fucking dead. He did look rather out of sorts in the trailer as well. Also, you, you, you get Luke Cage. Oh, okay, you can go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with legit. that. I'm Thanks so, for reminding me. I'm so excited me. for a show. Yeah, uh, but, that, but that was the other thing too is all these characters, like Ca- Captain. And I was I was a little nervous about Civil War because I was nervous it was going to be less Captain America, more everyone else. Even like the title, Captain America is really tiny, and Civil War is huge. Yeah. But the trailer kind of eased my fears on that, which yeah, is why Marvel sure. is so good at it because it really followed Captain America, and you followed him for so many movies now, and you see like how distrustful he is, especially with Winter Soldier. And Hydra being in control of literally everything. Yep. Um, and then the, and you you know his friendship slash butting heads with Tony Stark. And then that last scene at the end where he's like, "We're friends too, bro." I was like, "Damn it, <laughs> God, was so good." Because like, he kept built up. Marvel knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. Marvel yes. controls their stuff, not Warner Brothers. The Winter Soldier is so cool. He is pretty <laughs> sweet. He's a little short for my taste, but still awesome. Listen, bro, that metal arm is boss. Marvel's <laughs> WWE and yeah. DC's WCW. Not even that. They are... Ugh. Zack Snyder, watch that damn trailer. Learn how to make a good trailer first. He, he watched Then learn it. how to make a good movie. I have no doubt in my mind that Captain America Civil War is going to be a good movie. Yeah. No doubt. Zack Snyder watching watched that trailer. I was more excited for Civil War than... Uh, Any of Avenger, those other Aven- trailers? Avengers 2. Avengers 2. Oh, like, yeah. Because like, like, they were filming it as Avengers 2 was coming yeah. out, and I was way yeah. more excited for that. I feel like those are the only trailers that Marvel really fucked up, because those, those trailers really sucked, and I, I, I yeah, said that previously. Those trailers were not good. They did that weird, good. darky, yeah. Pinocchio thing. Yeah, I didn't I like really it. it but I did not enjoy it. I will see Batman v Superman. I am, I I am fucking pumped for Captain America. Yeah, so I'm so More than anything else. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm also pumped for another Marvel film, X-Men Apocalypse. Mm. I'm really looking forward to that. Because I, cause I, I love Days of Future Past. I, yeah, Days of Future Past Days was really yes, yeah. That was really awesome. Yes. I really hope that in this movie, Cyclops ain't a little bitch. Because he's my favorite <laughs> X-Man. It's his character. Like That's his main God. characterization. He's a cupcake and a little bitch. No, he is not. He, he's a John Cena of the crew. They, <laughs> they're, they really have neutered him. Tremendously. Maybe if James Marsters... He neutered himself. Do... James Marsters... Marsden. Marsden. Whatever. <laughs> I think deserve an honorable mention. Left Cyclops in the third X-Men, Last Stand, which was awful, mm-hmm. to do to be like the freaking... What the hell? The guy in Superman Returns that Lois Lane cheats on. Superman. Oh, yeah. Boyfriend guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> why? Why? Didn't they just kill everyone yeah. in X-Men 3? Maybe they didn't get yeah. a chance to come back because they uh, killed they everyone. They killed him immediately because he was doing Superman Returns. You know what's interesting, though? He always plays that character where he gets cheated on because that happened in The Notebook, too, and it happened in another movie that I've seen him in, which is really weird. Just saying. Mm. 
Sorry, James Marston. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you stop being a cupcake-eating little bitch. Yeah, I just hope, make, I just hope that's all I want. That's all I want, Vic. Yeah. Listen, I, I just hope that Fox can stop doing the villains dirty. Uh, I feel like Apocalypse is a really big, big bad. I really think Apocalypse should have been just all CGI. Do it right. Oh, mm-hmm. Enchanted. You get cheated on that too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, and X-Men. Apocalypse fucking like Wolverine. X Men gets cheated on with that. You know, Jean Grey and Wolverine. I'm just saying. Well, well, keep just, keep Poor James Marsden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Apocalypse, like in that first trailer, the first like sneak peeks and images that we got of Apocalypse, mm-hmm. that looked dumb as hell, oh, man. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> this latest trailer actually makes him look a lot better, mm-hmm. so I have hope for it, and I mm-hmm. hope that they do Apocalypse right, but I hate the fact that they reveal in that trailer that he can control mutants. Mm-hmm. That's so dumb. Yeah, we could have waited for that's that ne- Well, no, I don't even want, like, it's dumb in jail, like, they shouldn't have done it. The only ones that he can control are his four horsemen. That's in the comics. Traditionally, it's been Apocalypse and the four horsemen. Yep. Also, I really like the Magneto's one of the four horsemen. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. Like that, I don't think that's ever happened in the comics. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But him being able to control mutants, that that's how 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 do you get over that? Like what what do you do? That seems like a pretty big deal, bro. It's pretty good power. <laughs> Who fights them? Is this just like gonna be like normal humans now? I don't feel like you could fit Apocalypse in one movie, which concerns me as well. Like, I feel like Fox is treating it like he's not a Thanos level big bad, which mm. he is. He's the ultimate mm. X Men bad, yeah, and they said that this is ending the X Men story that they've been telling since two thousand. So you know what? That's fine. That's I am cool. I am a big fan of the first class universe. So if they're gonna go out, I yeah. prefer that it be in that universe because that universe is awesome. Yeah, and um, the director uh, Singer. Yeah, Brian Singer. Brian Singer, you know, he left for X-Men 3 to do Superman Returns, oddly enough. Yeah. Um, which just shows how hard it is to make a Superman movie. Um, He's a then, boring character. Yeah, right. Mm. And then he comes back and does... He just literally just fixes everything with Days yeah. of Future Past. He's like, oh... Um, yeah. Well, they retconned everything. They retconned everything. Wait, right after that. Sorry, <laughs> Brett Ratner. But seriously, what fixed the X-Men franchise was First Class. First Class yeah. fixed that oh, franchise. Yeah. First did. Class was awesome. Matthew Vaughn should have come back and kept that going instead mm. of Singer. Like, I would have been fine with Matthew Vaughn. I wonder if he could have yeah. pulled off Days of Future Past. But guess what? Like he could have. Matthew Vaughn is awesome. Yeah. He's done a lot of really good movies. Guess what? Mm. He had problems with Fox. What else is new? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know the suit. Mm-hmm. The suit's always got to get in the way. That's why Marvel can do this because they because Disney just gives them free reign and they've cut and they put um, Feige into his own film role, right yep. away from the other guy. Who, yeah, Isaac Perlmutter. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> what a name is that? Perlmutter, get out of here. I will uh, say I also like the look of Storm in the yeah she yeah, yeah she looked cool. good yeah she looked really cool. Interesting that she's a horseman. Yep, that should be good. Yep, uh, and I, I that's gonna end up with her joining the X Men after this movie. Clearly, right? Yep. right. A spoiler alert. Right. And, and I think, and I think casting Olivia Munn as Psylocke is a good choice as well. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could take her over in like any in anything. It's Psylocke. Who cares? That's funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's be an interesting. She used character. to dress up as. She used to when she used to do host attack of the show. She used to always dress up as Wonder Woman. Hmm. Too bad she didn't get the role. <laughs> that would have been like a good story to tell, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Psylocke. Whatever. She looks okay. I saw some Instagram videos of her like fighting. Mm. She looked good. Okay, that's cool. I think they sped yeah. it up, though. Aaron Rodgers approves. Yeah. Get out of here, Aaron Rodgers, you loser. Did you know that Olivia Munn is dating an NFL quarterback, Victor? <clears throat> so? Now you know. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, of the three, I'm probably... Mm, I really like...
like Days of Future Past, though. That's probably the one I'm looking forward to least, I guess. I don't know. I just, eh. I don't like, yeah. first class is all right, but it's like set in the 80s. It's weird. It was in the 60s. No, no, I mean the, the newest one, the Apocalypse. Okay. Is yeah, the 80s. 80s. Um, But it's because it's like, you already saw the flash forward from first class, I'm sorry, at the end of Days of Future Past, where Wolverine woke up and everyone's like, oh, hey, we're good. Mm-hmm. So I kind of already know what the ending's going to be. <laughs> Which you would anyway, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And also that stupid girl from Game of Thrones is in it. Sophia Turner. She, yeah, Sophie Turner. She's trying so hard yeah, to do that, that English accent. Yeah, that was so accent. weird. So hard to do that English accent. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Oh, Sansa. Yeah. yeah. I forgot her that, that, That's the first one. I'm like, what are you doing here, Sansa? <laughs> <laughs> and the other trailer we discussed briefly, um, Star Trek Beyond. I have yet to see that. Really? Yeah. It's a good trailer. Um, you're going to know that it's... Oh, breaking news! Screw this stupid trailer yeah. talk. Yeah. That's got word. Our boy Randy just confirmed no tie tomorrow. Yeah. No tie Wednesday. Woo! Yay. Thanks, Randy. Get it, Randy. I got that email as well. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, you should definitely watch the Star Trek Beyond trailer. So the first, the the issue, so the first Star Trek, and I don't know, tell you guys, have you guys watched Star Trek back in the day? Star Trek Beyond was that. Have you guys watched Star Trek be- before yep. the reboot? Yeah. Oh, like the like the TV series. Yeah, like TV the, series, the movies, any of that stuff. I've caught a few episodes, but it just wasn't my thing. Okay. I've caught the latest movies, okay. and I'm, I am not a Trekkie. Okay. I'm not myself. One of my brothers is, um, and my father, actually. But I've always enjoyed uh, Star Trek. So Seriously, what's Star Trek Beyond? The third Star Trek movie. Oh, Zero Fast, Zero Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, I no. Just, I was just about to say that. Wait, you actually say Zero Fast, Zero Furious. Um, so, the, so J.J. Abrams, Abrams has too much power. <laughs> too much power. Because he did the initial Star Trek reboot where they did an interesting thing where they went back in time and kind of mixed with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Because and, it was even when the movie was coming out and they knew it was time travel, my brother was like, but there's a, a group that controls time travel in the Star Trek universe. They can't do that. What? But then you saw he went through a black hole and stuff, so it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one kind of got away from them where they tried to tell like a story did you see the second one? Oh, into darkness yeah yeah that was basically like a remake of wrath of khan yeah which was weird when star trek is supposed to be about like exploring and getting out there and seeing the crazy stuff and that's what this one is all about mm. star trek beyond because if you watch the trailer and it's not really spoilers because it's literally a trailer mm. they they're on their five-year mission which is what the initial tr- tr- series was based off of mm. the first three the seasons or two or three seasons were the first two or three years of the mission and then there's a cartoon series that follows it and they're all on netflix every single one of them mm-hmm. so if you want to watch the show it's on there um and this one is they go out into exploration and then something happens to the Enterprise and they're all stranded on an alien world and it's just about them figuring it out. And the trailer was cool. It was The music was Beastie Boys, which was a, a nice touch. Sabotage. <laughs> and it was kind of everything just going to shit and hell in a handbasket. And like, I like the aesthetics. They kind of did like a little throwback with some of the Starfleet uniforms and the hairstyles and stuff. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. Because I was not a huge fan of Into Darkness, and it is being directed by Justin Lin, who revitalized the uh, Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious film series. But all uh, I want to know yes. is if the Star Trek, the, the Starship Enterprise, is yep. going to go from one species <laughs> to another. I don't know if and then to another. Did he do the latest uh, Fast and Furious where they did that, or was that someone else? Did Justin Lin do that one? I think he did. Yeah. Perfect. Then yes. Because the all next right. one is is by a different director. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right, because he did all the, the Paul Walker. He's, yeah, he said he was like burned out from all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was Star Trek. I would recommend watching that show. That's the one that just dropped all. I'm like, oh, look. Like, I knew about all the superhero ones coming. I'm like, oh, I got to look forward to those. Star Trek all. I just went to work and it was there. 
Um, and my favorite trilogy, my favorite trailer that dropped of them all, mm-hmm. Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, that, that one kind of came out of blue, for, out of the yeah, blue. For me. Yeah, me too. But I knew it was being made, and I love Independence Day. As an eight-year-old boy, that is the first blockbuster. Even because I remember Jurassic Park, like I remember seeing it at some point, but I was so young, I don't remember following it or knowing it was coming out. All of a sudden, I was just like, "Oh, dinosaurs!" Independence Day, I knew it was being filmed. I remember seeing the trailers and being like, oh my god, that movie looks legit. Mm-hmm. And there's a Star Fox level in Star Fox 64 that was just like Independence Day. Yep. Oh, it was nice. awesome, mm-hmm. and I played the shit out of that level. <laughs> but um, Independence Day, I just, that was like my first blockbuster experience all the way through, mm-hmm. like from pre-production filming. It was like pre-internet for me because I think we had dial back then, but I remember seeing it just being so excited and seeing it like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And it had Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Who I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I still do. <laughs> uh, so seeing that trailer was awesome. Yeah. And it's a cool premise because the aliens are coming back, but they've used their technology from the first movie, mm-hmm. Roller Crash Ship, so like prepare for it. So it's like futuristic. It's like the yeah, 2016. Yeah, the aliens come in like yeah. bigger yeah, and bigger, stronger. Better. But Earth has advanced weaponry. Yeah, okay. Will Smith well, isn't in it. Will Smith is not in this. Yeah, That's they killed right. off his character trying to saying that he um, test he piloted. Was, yeah, yeah, test pilot. Because there's a there's a website War of 1996. Yeah. It's like a viral website. You can kind of see how things have progressed since the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, Will Smith did. I think after Earth bombed, he did not want to do another sci-fi movie, even though Independence they put him on the map. Yeah. Well, not really. No. Now, who's directing this sequel? Uh, the same from the first. Uh, um, Ronald Emmerich. Yeah. Roland yeah. Emmerich. Yeah. Roland, Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Yep, same guy from the original. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. I'm going to watch it twice. They're going to miss Will Smith in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But don't worry, that Hemsworth kid is in it. Oh, which one? Oh, yeah. Hems- the younger the one. Thor, bro. Yeah, the younger oh, one. Oh, Liam? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, then I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> so... Yeah, and then now... Oh, wait, wait, Fox is in it. She's back yeah. from the first one. Yeah, she's the widow, and then... Her son, which is not the original little kid, no. which I remember as little Nikki from Fresh Prince, is going to be some other kid. They, not recast, they recast the president's daughter as well, even though she still acts. She's no, it's a whole different girl. Yeah, they yeah, recast her. But I don't know why they recast her when the original one still acts. Like she did, she was in Parenthood. She was in all. She, oh, she was freaking Anne from Arrested Development. Her? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. They recast that as well. I'm not really quite, quite sure why, but whatever. Hollywood, I guess. But don't worry, Jeff Goldblum's in it, so it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, and Bill Pullman. Yeah. He's and Brent Spiner. Right. I mean... I Wait, mean, didn't he die? No, he's still alive. I mean, I, No, I, he died in the first one. No, oh. he's fine. Yeah, he lived. I mean, I, I I enjoyed Independence Day, but then again, I was I was how old? I was like what, eleven or twelve when the first movie yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched it a few years ago, and I'm like, this is trash. I don't no. like this anymore. No, no, no. It's not. I still, I still Independence it. Day? Yeah, I don't like it. What the hell, man? I, I mean, it's it's one of those movies. Damn, did you see the White House get blown <laughs> up? Yeah, that was like the first time that ever thousands happened. Of, yeah. Yeah. thousands of times as I grew up. But yeah, but that was the first one. Yes. Yeah, but here's the thing: like Independence Day for me is one of those movies movies that for me just didn't age well. Like I'm watching it now as an adult, and I'm like, I don't like this. I'm not into and it. The best part about Independence Day, besides the fact that it ages perfectly, is that you barely saw the aliens. Like barely saw the aliens. That's true. Barely. Yeah. So that left a lot to the imagination, which I'm like, I've been waiting 20 years to see these aliens, Vic. I mean, it's kind of stupid that a Mac virus kind of blew up their shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatevs. Mm-hmm. No, no, I feel like they showed the aliens pretty good by the end of that yeah, movie. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, fuck. 
but Boom. not to mention they did replay in the trailer. They did replay the classic Bill Pullman. Oh, God, that's so good. Yeah. I listen yeah. to that when I want to get hyped up. Sometimes. <laughs> that's so good. Man, I will say that Independence Day is Roland Emmerich's best film, but that's not saying much considering his body of work. You didn't like uh, Day After Tomorrow? No, I didn't. Oh. I like Day After Tomorrow. Damn, Independence Day made eight hundred eight hundred seventeen million dollars the box office. Damn, Independence Day, you're the best. Wow. I wonder if that's adjusted. That's like a yeah. It's probably not. That's like a billion trillion dollars in 2015. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a oh my god. It's a big, it's a big popcorn sci-fi action flick for people that don't like to think. No wonder it made a lot of money. Oh, popcorn munching, dick beating. Yeah, popcorn rubbing. Yeah, popcorn munching, dick beating, vulva rubbing, mouth breathing idiots. Eight hundred seventeen million dollars in 1996. Excuse us for going for like the movies and have fun. I have fun too, man. Come Listen, on. man. Does Bill Pullman have terminal cancer in Independence Day 2? Then Vic won't like yes, it. You should like yeah. it. Millions and billions of people die. You should love it. It's the saddest movie of all time. It, it, Everyone it. dies. Wait. The first lady died and you didn't shed, you didn't right. want to shed a tear. I you don't mean, remember Rebecca Fox's best friend? She went up to the to the high rise and she's like, Welcome aliens, and then they blew her yeah. ass up. Yep. And How she was in the front. That? And she I, was in the front line. Honestly, I lashed my ass off. She, she caught, caught that laser to her face. <laughs> she did. And that was hilarious. Hot laser action. <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. I'm like, if you're stupid enough to make yourself a target to those aliens, then you deserve to get vaporized. That's I did not realize it made that much money. Right. Five hundred eleven million foreign. That's when mm-hmm. Will Smith became Will Smith. a leading man. That's when he became. Yeah, yeah. Those, that's a. I love that movie, and I'll. I still love it. Oh, I'm probably gonna watch it. I will watch it again. I'm watch it before the like that and Space Jam. Because. They age incredibly well. Yeah. No, they don't. They do. If you hate a Space Jam, I'm taking this tablet and just smacking it. Space Jam sucks. Space <laughs> Jam sucks. Space. <laughs> wow. Jam sucks. You're the worst. We're, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... You're like, no, no. This is no... Dude, you don't know what the mom stars is? Hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. I will say this. Hit him low, hit him low, hit him low. The soundtrack was the only good thing about that movie. It was the only good thing. Because Lola Bunny had skills. Lola Bunny sucked. Nice. Lola, Lola Bunny was no character. She, you know, okay, first of all, this is my problem. With, my problem with Space Jam. Lola Bunny was a character who was just completely reactive. She was just there for the other characters to lust over. She had no character. She had no traits to her besides this hey, girl. Hi, hi, skills. Hi, I'm Lola Bunny. I have a bunny vagina. So <laughs> lust over me as I swish this ball through the net. Oh yeah. And so, then, that, 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 she had hoop skills. skills. That was that was her fucking character. That was the what, what else would the point be? It's Bugs Bunny's love interest. She had no personality. She's a hot bunny. And she could dunk a basketball. She fulfills all three needs of Space Jam. Being hot and dunking a ball is no it's not a character. That doesn't make Space a character. Jam it is. The movie, the movie no. was about Michael Jordan getting pulled through a golf hole to play basketball for the Toon Squad. I'm not really worried about characters <laughs> and their what they mean and their flaws and their hopes and dreams. I'm just saying okay, look, he dunked the ball from half court Nick. Point taken. Well, Michael Jordan can do that in real life. But point taken. But but I'm saying that the movie didn't even meet the bare minimum of a sensical story. Sure. And the movie stunk. Yes, it did. Ooh. Monstars needed another attraction, so they wanted to play Michael Jordan to go one-on-one with aliens for the rest of time. Yeah. That's perfectly perfect. And lose. Right. Yes, and lose. Because he's chained up. 
I would totally pay for that. Look, man, we'll never see eye to eye on this, but yo, Space Jam is just one of those movies Space like Jam. like that th that just does not age well. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 31 year old man. What 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 do I look like sitting down watching Space Jam? I'm like, no, this doesn't do anything for me. It does everything for me. And Little Bunny is smoking hot. Also, oh Independence Day was Will Smith's number one movie, grossing, and number one Alien Invasion. Oh my God, we Vic hates Space Jam. <laughs> I can't you I can't I can't believe this. I thought you guys knew I hated Space Jam. No! We're really? doing the show. Right Why now. would I ever assume anyone <laughs> hates Space Jam? It's an awesome movie. Space Jam is the best. Especially when Yosemite Sam and Elmo Fudd recreated Pulp Fiction. Love that part. <laughs> Love oh, that part. Oh yeah, pop culture reference. Oh hooray. Yep, that's right. That's right. That was a really good soundtrack too. That's a banging song, I admit. That's hey. the only good thing about that movie. Whatever. <laughs> oh! Oh! Is that Method Man, Vic? Yep. Yes, it is. Is Be Real on there, Vic? That's right. Space Jam is awesome. If it's, old, if it's good enough for Method Man, it's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, man. I, don't think, I think that was the last of the trailers that all dropped. Yo, speaking of Method Man, pro tip, Redman has a new album out. Reggie Noble. Yeah. Out. Oh, and Wu Tang Clan. Check it out. Um, just sold their album that can't be released for 88 years. Did you see that? What? You it? No. 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 I wow. heard. Saw, I came across the headline, but I didn't. So Wu Tang. Wait, what? Wu Tang Clan. Uh huh. The Wu Tang Clan, I believe. I don't. I don't know. Is that how? Is that we call them? I don't know. Yeah, sure. They yeah. produced an album. They only made one copy. One copy. Yeah. And they sold it to someone, and it can't be released for 88 years, unless it's stolen by Bill Murray. <laughs> Which I believe is actually in the contract. That's actually a stipulation? <laughs> I think so, yes. Unless that was photoshopped, but I think that was a thing. How much did they sell it for and who bought it? Uh, it was for a lot. Millions. And it may have, again, like I saw this person, But this person's allowed to listen to it, though, right? Yeah, it's only you can't release it for public consumption for 88 years. But they made, like, one single yes. CD. Yep. And destroyed all of the... I, think, I don't think there was anything to destroy. I think they just made one. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Look it up. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that, that's a crazy scheme, <laughs> Wu-Tang. Shit's going to be pirated by next week. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, man. We got really sidetracked on those trailers in advance. Yeah. Even though it's so amazing. It's so good. Victor hates Space Jam. How do you not get sidetracked on that? That's true. Yeah. I blame Victor. My but I'll, God. I'll tell you what I, did, what I do not hate. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, in fact, I love. Whoa. Jessica Jones on Netflix. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Space Jam. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The good thing Jessica Jones was amazing. Yes, it, yes. it, it was. Spoiler uh, alerts if you're listening. We're going to talk about some Jessica Jones. Yeah, in-depth discussion about Jessica Jones. You have been warned. Turn back now. All you who enter here, <laughs> <laughs> you are down for some spoilery, in-depth talk about Jessica Jones. So deal with it. Skip, wow. skip ahead to the time code if you want to avoid spoilers. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I'll put the time code in there once we stop talking. Um, so, thoughts. Eris, go. I think Jessica Jones is probably the best. I'm trying to think because I really like Arrow, but it might be my favorite superhero-themed <gasps> television program to Daredevil? date. 
I enjoyed Jessica Jones more than Daredevil. Whoa, legit, I did. I really enjoyed Mm. Jessica Jones more than Daredevil. You know, I was looking forward to Jessica Jones like hardcore before Mm -hmm. you know this ever came out. Like I was, I was a fan of that comic before this all ever came out. True. And you know how much I love me some Luke Cage. Um, (laughs) It is a character with depth. She is no Lola Bunny. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Even though Lola Bunny is way hotter. (laughs) She had curves, man. She had curves. (laughs) Um, uh, It it was faithful to the character while grounding it a lot um, more, you know, to more of a real world type setting. Um, even though the comic book did a very good job of that, but obviously you couldn't have a dude walking around with purple skin in a freaking television program. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just the, 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 the actors were really great. The writing was awesome. The mm-hmm. pacing and just everything that they did with the characters, I felt like they, they, they went um, on a really uh, interesting character arc, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Jessica Jones herself. And, and like I feel like all of the... Side characters also got some, you know, some quality moments where we kind of yeah. got to learn about those characters and then sort of get to know who they are, even though they weren't on screen, you know, for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just thought that all around, like Marvel and Netflix knocked it out of the park with Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. The Purple Man is one of my favorite uh, characters of he 2015. Was a son of a bitch. It yeah. was legit. Like some of my favorite parts of that show were him. were him and Jessica Jones like interacting when they got to interact together, yep. and it wasn't like you know in a battle type of mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. It was super. <laughs> it was so cool. Like when. I don't want to go into spoiler territory too early, just in case you know. Like we, we can do. I'll let you give your thoughts, and then we can kind of go in and out uh, and discuss our favorite parts of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but needless to say, I am a big fan. I did enjoy it more than Daredevil. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, it's pr- it's up there probably with Arrow, um, season two, mm-hmm. as my favorite superhero show, um, mm-hmm. probably ever. Because Arrow yeah, season two is really good. <clears throat> And, and the Purple Man, that's Kilgrave, right? Kilgrave, yes. yes. Okay. In the comics, he's known as the Purple Man. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. I just love, yeah, like... He's got, like, a completely different background. Yeah, I just love, like, how dark it was. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just... I, I mean, like, we're just sitting there watching this. I'm like, yo, this shit is really, mm-hmm. really, really dark. Yep. And then even in, like... Like, Kilgrave, he was just like that... He was, a, he, was a, he was sadistic, but yet he was just... He still had that humor... This humorous side to him, like that one part of Six Out when he goes, "I once told a man to go screw himself." Can you see? Can you imagine what that was like? Um, which was, a, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite funny parts. Of it. But it was just, it was just so like it was very well written. Like so many, um, so many like unpredictable spots. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, it was just all out. I would say it's neck and neck with Daredevil. I wouldn't say it's better, but I would say it's neck and neck. And then I do like. The ties when um, Rosario Dawson's character yeah. Yeah. came in towards the end, and then she tried to like, hey, oh, I knew somebody like that. I can, intro- you know, I can introduce to you. No, so but that kind of hints that it kind of hints at something towards uh, the defenders that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. So um, yeah, I guess a couple I, um, of years and the uh, the chemistry between Jessica 
and Luke Cage. Yeah, like it, that. That was awesome. Like, it was oh like yeah, the bar fight. The casting for that show was fantastic. It was on mm. point. Luke, the dude that they cast for Luke Cage mm. is fantastic. They could not have done a better job. Yeah, uh, Mike Coulter, he was a perfect Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah, it's beyond perfect. It was like they plucked him out of the comics. He was legit. He was <laughs> yeah. legit. Super legit. Yeah, I, 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 and I absolutely agree with you, Aris. I, I love the show, and I was thinking like, uh, where, do, what is the rank between this and Daredevil? I do love Jessica Jones just a bit more yeah. than Daredevil. Yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, and I'm right there. And I just loved uh, Kristen Ritter's uh, portrayal of the main character, Jessica yeah. Jones, because like yeah. she's like this really troubled character. She's got wicked PTSD, and mm-hmm. and you. And you and you learn why, like her, her dynamic with Kilgrave throughout the yeah. whole series, and you see, and, and and also what I really love too is uh, the fact that in in this show, Jessica Jones and also Daredevil, Marvel actually gets their villains like right. These are villains you actually care about. Yep. And what I love about Kilgrave is that. To me, he was perhaps the most terrifying villain in the MCU today. Because yeah, he can he can literally he can literally control control your mind just by just by saying Thanks. something on a whim. And and his his whole rapport with Jessica Jones is just it's just equal parts terrifying, icky, and also fascinating. Kind of has that car accident appeal where you want to turn away because he's so repulsive. But you, but you want to keep in. watching more because you're, you're in. in. But he's hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 I love old hard a couple times in that yep. show from he, him. He did. I mean, uh, David Tennant, who plays Kilgrave, he, yeah, he, per, awesome. he perfect portrayal. Although I, I also like the fact that his 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 name is so on the nose, Kilgrave. <laughs> it's like his, his name could have been like um like General Mick Badguyington or something. <laughs> but. But yeah, like he, like he was just so repulsive and charismatic at the same time, and and, and I just love that, like him and right. Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, they should like get together and throw a dinner party. <laughs> yeah, the, it, was, uh... it was pretty fantastic. That you know, to your point about his name, they actually kept referencing that every time like they said his <laughs> yeah. name to somebody new, they're like, "The fuck, Kilgrave? <laughs> Who's called that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite yeah. part about Jessica Jones was Nuke. Oh. <laughs> really? They actually fit Nuke in there. Simpson? Yeah. Oh yeah, Simpson. Yeah. yeah. I thought when I first saw him, I thought he was just gonna be like a one-off character. Yeah, me, but me then too. He, but then he kept coming back. I'm like, oh okay. He must be had, someone uh, in the comics. He had the lighter that was the American flag. Yeah. It was Nuke the character, the super super villain or villain? He's a villain. Yeah. yeah. He's a yeah he was kind of gay. He he was kind of like leaning towards that. Like once he started um yeah, popping off red pills yeah. and stuff like. And, uh, yeah, he had the Ameri- he has the American flag tattooed on his face in the comics, um, but I just thought it was hilarious that Nuke was. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my god, because he is more of a dare- oh, daredevil guy, but that was just hilarious. Like, well, Kilgrave was originally a daredevil villain. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of these, yeah. a lot most most of these guys were. Because um, I think Jessica Jones, she she was not, she's not like when I say historical in the comics. I mean, she showed up in like the 2000s for the yeah. first time. Yeah, yeah. So she just have like a long history. And I think K- Kilgrave had a very long history like i think his first appearance was in daredevil but yeah. he's sort of been in the mcu like at large for well not mcu but the marvel mm-hmm. comics universe mm-hmm. um not the cinematic universe just for a very long time and he's sort of been like he i know he interacted with like the thunderbolts in the 2000s there for a while so he's kind of been uh he he's been a villain for several different um heroes in the Marvel Universe at large, pretty much. But Jessica Jones is definitely his most uh, memorable portrayal. Yeah, the, there was definitely there's a lot of so many scenes where I laughed out loud, and there was scenes when I like jumped slash was like, oh shit, <laughs> like that doesn't happen too often. That was just crazy. I just love what Marvel like. It's amazing that they can just take the TV, the show, just keep them in the same universe but separate 
Yeah. Just go crazy. Like, huge, yeah. huge spoiler alert here, but, like, when they revealed the fact that his infatuation with Jessica Jones was because he was in love with her, mm-hmm. that that just that came way the fuck out of left no, field for me. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, he's definitely just super psychotic. Yeah, I also did love Carrie Ann Moss's. Uh, oh, Jerry. Yeah, yeah Jerry Holder. her character. Her character. Um, her performance was very good. Her uh, the scene where, um, whatever. I'm just gonna spoil stuff. But yeah, we we had yeah, a we yeah, we, yeah, we had the one thousand cut scene. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, I was wincing like mm-hmm. left and right. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she's actually cutting. And she's yeah. actually cutting. Cut one. Yeah. That Two. was fucked up. Oh, yeah. So um, fucked up. And then the scene where Kilgrave... He did so many good things. He puts the kids in the closet. And I'm pretty sure it implied yeah. they never left. Oh, man. That's yeah, just, he is so evil. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. in the, the, the... We mentioned before. Well, he let the little girl pee herself. So. Yeah. And the guy goes, stand for... Go over there, stand forever. <laughs> oh, I started dying so hard. Um, the, the, the villains in the shows are just infinitely better than the movie villains absolutely where they're just like one and done which I, I get yeah. but they're just like indisposable but <laughs> yeah I think you can just uh, I say you can get I said this before you can get away with so much more yeah. if it's just a Netflix yep series mm-hmm. like, uh, and like uh, I was saying my, like one of probably my favorite parts of the shows were the two episodes where Jessica lived with him mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard when she took him to do like the hero thing and mm-hmm. she's like you you have to do this it's a condition of me living with you or whatever mm-hmm. and they go and they rescue the family and she's like oh man you're and he's like yeah. okay put the shotgun in your mouth and she's like <laughs> no <laughs> like he's just so sick he just thought that the best thing to do is for that father to just blow his fucking brains out mm-hmm. and I'm just like that's hilarious yeah and I also love the how how understated the, their powers are in the show. Like yep. she has super strength, but yeah. it's never outlandish like in the MCU. Yeah, she she's, just yeah, her super strength is not so super. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty subtle. <laughs> it's super enough. Yeah, yeah, it, it's subtle and it's plausible within the reality of the show. Right, much like Daredevil, and 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 that's and and, and that's what I really really enjoyed about that yeah. too. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Luke Cage's show because yes. it's, it's going to continue well, in the same that, vein. I don't know, man. Like, Luke Cage, I feel like that. We've gotten two very understated shows. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's time to do it, Netflix. Just get, just go balls out with mm-hmm. Luke Cage. Like, that's the one. His power is so obvious yeah. mm-hmm. that you can just do it. Like, just yeah. do it, man. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, like, maybe they can ratchet it up a little bit, but not not too close to, like, the uh, movie territory. Because then that oh, would yeah, be... I'm like, not saying the guy's fighting crime in Hell's Kitchen. Like, he's not yeah. going to fight an alien invasion or anything. Yeah. The street level. But I'm saying, like, the guy's oh. skin is indestructible. Make yeah. use of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that's another thing, too. I like the fact that the, how that they do reference uh, the Avengers specifically. Like, yeah. they refer to that as the incident. Yep. Because they, cause in the Avengers, you, you just you were all about the spectacle, like the Avengers killing off the aliens. But in the show, it made it clear that people died. Yep. Like, yep. innocent people died. And yet, yeah, people want to people wanna give, like, Zack Snyder as Man of Steel so much shit for that, for that mm-hmm. same reason. But the, the shows, the, but the shows make it clear that, yeah, they were, there were real consequences, and these people are dealing with it. Yep. yep. So that's what I like about, like about the shows too. That um, con- continuity. Yeah, and the uh, I'm trying to remember where I don't, I'm not sure if it was if it was before. Is it set before Age of Ultron or after? Because they only mentioned the New York incident, yeah. and also it's good because Hell's Kitchen is like right now is a very affluent place. Mm-hmm. But because they're saying because of the Battle of New York it got totally borked over, and that was the big thing about Daredevil is you know Will and Fist try to take over all that. The, yeah, all the reconstruction. Yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just it was amazing. 
I can't wait for I just it's like Marvel. It's like you, you did it again. Because like they, they just give it to they give the showrunner and they say, Do your thing, you know, you have your pieces here. So if a director is not in line with what they're wanting to do, so for like uh Black Panther, I think it's the Selma director. Yep. Yep. They talked to uh yeah, Duvarnay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They talked to them yeah. and they you know, they weren't didn't line up like, Okay, see, see ya. No problem. Yeah. But yeah. you get someone that Same you line thing up with. with that man. Hey, man, yeah. And yeah. They, 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 they turned out great. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah, I thought Ant-Man was going to be a shit show with yeah. all the issues they had with the director. But yeah. guess what? It's Marvel. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like, hey, hey, see DC or see Warner Brothers? You just give it the keys to the right person and they'll figure it out. Yeah. I will say, though, um, there, if there's only one blemish on Jessica Jones, and it's a minor blemish, it's one particular character which I didn't care for at all. It was the uh, sister of that. It was like the, the sister. She was like the crazy kooky neighbor. Oh, yeah. The oh, really yeah. She was annoying as fuck, man. Absolutely. She was like Robin? The, Robin was Robin, right, yeah, yeah. The high-strung. Yeah, uh, yeah she was really annoying. Yeah, she was the only like blemish on the show. Like yeah. she, she clashed with the whole serious tone of the show. She yeah. knocked Jessica Jones out with like, fire extinguisher. <laughs> it was a two-by-four. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I was like, yeah. that's what I was like, come on, Jessica Jones. You have superpowers. Get out of here. Yeah, like the, like the more... That, ever- that was the most unbelievable thing about that show, that yeah. that mentally challenged person mm-hmm. could incite a group of normal adults <laughs> into like a mob mentality. I'm like, that would be the last person I'd ever listen to. Yeah. 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 Every time I saw her on TV, I'm like, get off my screen, get off my screen. <laughs> yeah. She was super, we dealt with super it. annoying. But you know what? Even she sort of had her redeeming qualities in the end. In her interactions with uh, the the neighbor, the the Malcolm. crackhead, yeah, Malcolm. Yep. I thought his character was actually really cool. Yeah, and he he had a really cool character arc where you know he we just think he's a crackhead but from yeah, the very start, and then mm-hmm. it turns out that he was turned into that by friggin' Kilgrave. Yep. yep. And then you know he he gets his act together, he gets clean, and and his character just progressively becomes you know a more normal involved, like. So. You know, upstanding citizen from there, and the conflict that he has with the things that he does for Jessica Jones specifically, mm-hmm. and sort of what a bitch Jessica Jones is about it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't understand the sacrifice that this dude made in compromising his own morals yep. to, you know, save her, and she's just, she's just a total douche about it. Yeah, she's out like like with the support group of Kilgrave's victims. She's like, oh, suck it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're the most damaged yeah. one of all from this whole thing. I'm, mm-hmm. That may have been I, that may have been there. <laughs> yeah. she was the one that was the most that needed it the most yeah and that's what I like about it too that the show wasn't afraid to make her unlikable at points yep. mm-hmm. yeah. and yep. uh, they're already opening up for the future with Nuke and what was the uh, the, the government IGH IGH yep. so they're building yeah. towards that yeah and I wouldn't that might bleed into Defenders or Daredevil with all the whatever the and action Iron was Fist. about yeah, yeah. I did like she mentioned only dealing with one big bat at a time that was kind of funny <laughs> yeah yeah, like, the other thing that I enjoyed about the show is that Netflix was not afraid to sort of, like, go for it. Like, they were, but weren't at the same time because there was no nudity in the show, even though it was totally, like, a there rated R type banging. of show. But there was mm-hmm. some, but like, rough banging. There was yeah. some rough sex in that show. Oh, yeah. Superhero sex, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah that's kind. Oh, right. Luke Cage. Sorry for your bet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Netflix, like, they really went there. And that's sort of, mm-hmm. that's part of the legacy of that character where it was the first Marvel comic. That, that was, like, the first of uh, the Marvel, was it Max imprint? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Max. The, um, the MA. Or, yeah, it was the, the adult um, kind of line of comics that Marvel started at that time. Mm-hmm. 
um, which I believe like Punisher ended up running under that for a yep. while there, um, and a couple of others, uh, which which made those uh, a lot more interesting. And Jessica Jones was sort of the poster child for that, um, mm-hmm. especially like right off the bat, like the sex scene with Luke Cage and, and how that was portrayed and the reason that it happened mm-hmm. uh, in the comics and sort of you know sort of for the same reason in in the show um, where it's basically she she just wants to feel something. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, is because she killed his wife. Yep. Like she mm-hmm. feels remorse. She feels bad and she ends up banging the dude mm-hmm. um in the comics is because she's so dead inside because she's so numb because of what Kilgrave did to her mm-hmm. uh and whatnot so um and netflix uh they, they were not afraid to go there which i the, which yeah. I, I thought was really cool they, they, they kept the spirit of the show yeah. um, I say I or the comic i should say the spirit of the character and everything mm-hmm. sorry but i didn't i will say i did not like how all it took for her was just to snap his neck like i was kind of expecting i'm like okay Finally, for she's reference, finally he's get... not talking about Luke, he's not talking about Luke Cage. He's talking about the final battle with Killer yeah. here. Yeah, and all I did was just <laughs> done. He's just a dude, though. I, yeah, that I understood, but I just kind of I was hoping for I was hoping for a little. Okay, more. you were you were hoping for like some bang bang out drag out like fight scene. I feel like the fight scene was more psychological yeah. than it was physical, which I actually was okay with. Like I appreciate okay, at that. that. Per- okay, with that perspective, yeah, I, d- yeah. I was just kind of maybe just because of what I'm used to. I'm like, all right, you know, yeah. that's. Like, okay. she, she came pretty close to basically giving up the person that she loved the most. Like, obviously, I don't think she would have let it happen or anything. But I did say it. But, but I like did. She, Patsy would have fucking died if yeah. she if he had not come closer like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I liked how it ended, too. Like, the, it was more of, like, a psychological chess game. Yeah. yeah. And plus... Yeah. And plus more Jessica Jones style, anyway. Yeah. Not, not so much Daredevil. Really, yeah. Like, the final battle. Like, the one you're yep. thinking of, yeah. And plus, like, the whole the whole thing was, like, uh, it, it, like did she, did she manage to find a way to resist his powers... And then and at the scene, she kind of actually psyched him out. Yep. And then yeah. snap, snapped his neck. Oh, yeah. When uh, she was like, tell me you love me. She kind of looked at yeah. Trish and was like, I love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then snap. Oh, yeah, that, that, was, part was, that part was cool. Yeah. I, I, and that's pretty telling of her character where where um, they use that I love you phrase as a code word. Like, what the one thing that she would never say yeah. to right. anybody. <laughs> also, like, Trish's character, I expected to be annoying. And she actually turned out to be one of the better characters in the show like yeah. she wasn't stupid like Hogarth ended up being the stupid one and that's the one that I expected that the least from because mm. she's such a like pragmatic right. character she's a freaking lawyer she's a shark mm-hmm. and she's the one that totally falls for the bullshit that Kilgrave is spewing because of her own personal problems yep. you know what I mean whereas everybody else has kind of worse problems lady mm-hmm. but you were the douche who did it for like the worst personal reason oh, yeah. ever Yep, and, and plus, and plus, like she was all like, "Hmm, I mean, I know, I know his powers are horrible, but what if we could use that?" Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, good luck with that lady. Yeah, <laughs> and then when Kilgrave made made his mother kill herself, yeah, he said, stab yourself for every year that you that you left. I was like, you didn't quite make it through all the years. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, but uh, it was rough. I will say, I question because in the comic books. Um, Kilgrave gets, uh, he, he actually has an accelerated uh, healing factor. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the experiments that dad did on him in the end uh, gave him that healing factor and maybe he survived that next snap. Uh, I, is po- that, that is possible. Because then, then I noticed when we, we, were, we noticed that like once, um, once his father injected him with the serum, 
he yeah. started turning purple. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like, okay, yeah, maybe he's really gonna stop becoming well, purple like man see, with oh, that. Yeah, I like to he's see him such back a good in some character. Form. I wouldn't be mad. I don't yeah. expect. No. I, honestly, I don't expect it. Mm. I don't. Like, but I wouldn't be mad seeing him come back. I wouldn't want them to just do in some weird like. Oh, he's back alive. Mm. Like. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just did something pretty cool. I won't spoil for anyone in the latest finale or mid-season finale. That's one show I need to catch up on. Yeah, I um, unfortunately, I do know some of the full spoilers and actually I just read it by accident. But they did something pretty cool with that. Um, and also, like, I think, I'm not sure if Jessica Jones, when they mentioned, like, oh, you people, like, you superpower people, because what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing is getting more into the Inhumans. And which I think is going to be like Mar- Marvel's X Men because they don't yep. have X Men. Yep. Um, there's lots of them on Agent of Shield, and obviously they're building to. The, I think Inhumans is the first movie after Part Two, Infinity Wars. So yep. oh, they're doing something with that, Mr. Black Bolt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, oh, Black Bolt's awesome. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. comics, at least I, I don't. I, I watched like the first episode of season one of Agents of Shield. And oh, he, well, they don't. They don't right. have like the first family of the Inf- Inhumans. It's just mm-hmm. like it's like the B Squad or C Squad. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because yeah, that, that that would actually be a pretty interesting yeah. movie. Now, one thing that I did read recently that that I am highly disappointed in is the fact that um, Marvel is not uh, right now the plan is not to have the defenders mm. in the uh avengers movies they're not they infinity will not wars be teaming yeah, up yeah. in infinity infinity wars unfortunately even if it was just like one scene where they like help people out of a building or something i actually am in favor of that keeping mm. them separate because like how do you take the defenders with the tone of those shows with the bombastic spectacle of the mcu films because the mcu films are kid-friendly whereas the netflix films shows are not yeah. so like, how do you like how do you combine those two tones and make it consistent? I mean, they could just, they're they just could fighting just like, a disaster, hey, just... and they're not really interacting with anyone, like, on a personal level. Oh. Then, you know, it's whatever. I feel like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage could probably at least go in and do it. Like, they, they have enough power that they could probably go in and actually, like... I would want it to be a cameo. I would yeah. want it to be an offshoot, because you couldn't... Yeah. The merging of the styles would be too much. It'd be weird. Like, yeah. even, even them talking to Captain America, mm-hmm. just weird. I think Luke Cage would fit in. I think yeah, actually you're right. Yeah, I think he would too. And he's been an Avenger. He's been the leader of the Avengers. So yeah. if anyone can do it. It's definitely Luke Cage. And he's he's got, got indestructible skin. Right. He can literally <laughs> fight anyone. Right. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind if you were. Play, you know, if you go back to the Civil War trailer, if Luke Cage is also there beating shit up. Yeah, that was really good. I would like to see a cameo from them at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like, there they are. I think that'd be like. Awesome. Marvel, if you're listening. Take notes. Right. <laughs> I know you are. They know. I think it's like a conflict between like the television and, yeah, and that movie other, division. What's that now? weird guy's name? Yeah. I think he still, yeah, he still controls the TV he side stuff. He does control the TV stuff. Which I'm, I'm sure, I guess, he's such a cheap bastard. Like yeah. the, These shows, I'm sure, do not cost an extravagant amount of money to make. Mm-hmm. It's Disney. They're freaking, freaking Disney. They hey, Black Pearl they Leonard the moon, is a I'm cheap sure. bastard. Right. That's his reputation. Yep. That's so. why, I mean, I, the, these shows don't have the highest special effects budgets. That's clear. Like, yeah. most of the stuff seems like practical effects and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why they have to get really good casts. <laughs> yeah. Good actors to yep. carry the shows. Oh, How crazy. When you have good writing and good actors, you can do a pretty good show without crazy explosions. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah. Jessica Jones is awesome. Yeah. Final Just. verdict. Boom. Boom. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick around uh, the table here. Any other... Fo- oh, you got one, one more thought. No, 
yeah. No, I just wanted to say that they had been touch and go with uh, Iron Fist there for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. They're finally getting that together. They yeah. are actually yes. doing it. Apparently, I guess you know it came up. Word came down about that pretty soon after Jessica, Jessica Jones debuted. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that Jessica Jones is such a hit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, such a critical darling that they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just yeah. do it all. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if there was a show that you would cancel, it would be Iron Fist because it's the weird it's the weird one mm-hmm. out of all of them. But I feel like if, if they just get the martial arts right in that show, mm-hmm. I'm down. Yeah. They got yeah. me. I love martial arts. Yeah. yeah. They should get the uh, choreographer, uh, Yen Bu Ping, to do that show. But he does Into the Badlands. And he also I was has, just um, thinking, I was thinking, isn't he the Cartoon Tiger Hidden Dragon guy? Yep, yeah. that and The Matrix. Ah. Yeah. I would not mind if they get the guy who choreographed uh, The Raid. Oh, that would be that terrific. Would be that, that would be, be fucking, that would be a rap right there, um, son. Yeah, because even when they were talking about the stuff with Iron Fist having issues, I was like, you know, I'm just going to leave my faith in Marvel. They have not yeah. steered me wrong. Yeah, they have no. not steered me wrong. Yeah, they, yeah, they, They've earned my... Trust. Yeah, in yeah. terms of in terms of casting, like they've been pretty consistent. Like yeah. the only the only blemish they have for me is like Thor: The Dark World, and that movie sucked. That's the only that's the only blemish I. Thor: The Dark World hasn't come out yet. Oh wait, no, it's Ragnarok. Thor- Ragnarok. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah, 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 the Dark World was the second with Thor. Yeah, thing. yeah, that was. Why great. did you hate the cast? Who did you hate in the casting from that? I mean, not not the casting, but the whole, the movie as a whole. So, oh yeah, 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 that, yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, that was their only blemish. But yeah. that's that's a really good re- record so far, yeah. since oh eight. Yeah, faux show. Yeah. Speaking of, does anybody think it's weird that General Thunderbolt Ross is in Captain America: Civil War? And That's it's, the best part. It's, it's the same dude who played yeah. Hulk, oh, yeah. and Hulk. it's a completely different dude playing Hulk. That's what? so weird. And wait, Edwin? No. And Hulk's not. Yeah, he's movie. not around. Hulk, yeah, but, the, but the new Thor is gonna have a. It's gonna be Thor and Hulk. We're like a buddy movie. I can't wait for that. That so sounds awesome. so awesome. Like does. That sounds like the stupidest most yeah. awesome idea ever. Yeah. Whoever mm-hmm. came up with that in that meeting you deserve a raise, I guess sir. because <laughs> if it's a Hulk solo movie, Universal still owns the distribution rights, so that's why they can't put him in a solo movie. So that's why that is, but that, yeah, that'd be awesome. But it's funny, it's like, oh, hey, you, you acted in that movie six years ago? You want to, just, you want to jump in here? To you be your same character? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome Marvel, but kind of a Hulk. But Edward Horn fucked that one up. That was a really good movie. Which one? The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah, or are you talking movie. about Eric Banner? No, no. Edward Norton messed it up by not agreeing with Marvel to continue oh, to being come back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but he's, he's, he's got a reputation of being a pandy yeah. ass to yeah. work Yeah, he kept, he kept rewriting the script as they were shooting. Yeah. Turned out well. Yeah. But I'm saying, you can't do that, bro. Yeah, he's not a team player. Yeah. Hmm. So it's okay. Garofalo's doing an awesome job. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. Wait. Who? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Ruffalo. Ruffalo. I, said Ruffalo. I said Garuffalo. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, real quick around the table here, uh, any other shows we've watched over the fall? We might. I don't know if we want to extend this into next week because we had a little Jessica Jones there, and then Vic had to go talk about Independence Day for like four hours. <laughs> I don't think next week Victor's going to be able to continue right. his excitement over right. Star Wars. Look at him hopping up and down. Uh, Two looks more like days. A, looks like a kid he hopped up on sugar me. with a. But Disney TV. needs to calm the fuck yeah. down. Star oh, Wars oranges. Oranges, mascara. and then, yeah, from what oh, yeah. I saw a picture of mascara, Star Wars mascara. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, big day. If you're in line to get that Star Wars mascara, and also, <laughs> who am I gonna buy it for? I'm just okay. I have a 48 hour embargo on the internet. I swear to God, I swear to God, if someone spoils this for me, I will, I will fight you. I will actually fight you in real life. I will fight you. I will literally like skip work. 
Go see that movie and live tweet yep. the motherfucker. Listen, listen, listen you, look, look, when it comes to episode... Twitter is on the internet, Goldberg. Yeah. When it comes to episode seven, here's my plan. I'm going to see it Thursday night, right? Mm. And then I'm going to see it Friday morning. Wow. And then I'm going to see it Saturday afternoon. Wow. Jesus. That's my plan. I'm only seeing it Friday wow. night. I'm seeing it Friday at 7.30. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping family game night for it. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. I'm not... Twitter is included in the internet embargo, Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will not be seeing anything Twitter. I'm staying off of Reddit. Um, I'm just gonna wait for the sweet Chinese bootleg with the <laughs> hardcore Chinese subtitles. Sometimes. No, no. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I, I do not advocate the bootlegging of quality cinema. If you are planning to bootleg The Force Awakens, I hope you contract herpes in the center of your asshole. <laughs> Support the film. Take your ass to the theater. Take your friends. Take your family and watch episode seven in the theater as it is meant to be experienced. Right. Don't everyone. watch the fucking Chinese bootleg that you'll buy at the goddamn hood barber shop. <laughs> what the fuck five, is wrong with you? Five dollars, Vic. It's an awesome deal. No. <laughs> no. 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 You can bootleg any other film you want, but when it comes to Star Wars, when it comes uh-huh. to the seventh episode in the series, uh-huh. you do not bootleg it. You spend your hard-earned money, and you go to the theater, and you experience that motherfucker in the motherfucking Cineplex. What's up? And don't spoil it for me. Two to five dollars is what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely cheaper than a ticket. Nowadays. Listen, I understand that local independent shop. Disney uh-huh. needs all the revenues to make these quality movies. Yeah, but clearly. What about your local hood entrepreneur, Vic? Hood entrepreneur, he steals movies <laughs> and he sells them to you with with, with people with people walking Vic, in front of the goddamn screen. How's he gonna feed his kids, Vic? Well, how's fuck? he gonna feed his children, Vic? Tell him to get a goddamn legitimate job instead of selling stolen movies at the motherfucking corner. Sometimes it's hard when you got four or five kids, Vic. Sometimes you need to have a legitimate job. And sell bootlegs for two five dollars. Well, he should know how to use it's a condom. He should know how to use a condom so he won't be knocking up, knocking up all these bras and having four or five kids everywhere. What if no. it's too late for that? What if it's too late for that? Maybe the four kids are already here. Maybe he doesn't believe in contraception because he's a Christian, Vic. Then he wouldn't steal. <laughs> well, I didn't. didn't <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, we know. have we have we have seen. I don't want to listen anymore. From. <laughs> People, mm. people, people will have levels to their religious beliefs. Mm. Maybe he doesn't believe in contraception, making, but he believes that bootlegs are fine. He was making some church. I it's a victimless it. crime. It. Is it, if it's, uh, listen, whatever. If you want to steal, uh, that's whatever. I don't care. Just, but Star Wars is a movie that you cannot experience with Chinese subtitles. Absolutely, <laughs> I can. Absolutely, it's not gonna get the right experience for it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Bet you, you can. You're gonna, I mean, the, you're gonna see it in the theater anyways. Yes, I am. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes. I'll wait till it calms down because I'm not gonna be. Around. Well, you need to see the originals first. Yeah. And then we'll I, talk. It's a refresher. You need to rewatch yeah, right. the original. Aren't those back in like a day or two? <laughs> yeah, they're back on Thursday. <laughs> I don't think you're going to work done. Uh, it's not going to get out. Oh, Thursday's my double when yeah. I work, so I mean. Oh, there you go. Boom. We'll work something out. All right. You'll be all right. Okay, be cool. This is in the local fine. library. Uh, we'll yeah. save the rest of it. And I got late fees with them, too. <laughs> I bet you do. We'll save the rest of these for next time. I know we are going to have a super, super awesome Star Wars episode, but I'm sure we can fit these in if, if so necessary. Uh, no audience emails for this week. Listeners, we need you to email in the show so we can talk about your super awesome emails. Uh, and review us on iTunes. Yes, review us, Thanks. please. Yep. Please and thank you. Call I know, I know, I know. Apple makes it super duper complicated <laughs> to freaking review a show. It's horrible. <laughs> I've explained to people how to do it. But and hey, they figure still it out. Do it. 
Yeah. Carl Bird, where can they find us? You can find us on Facebook, Codex Prime Podcast, uh, Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter, Codex Prime Cast. You can email the show at Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Vic, where can oh. they find you? Oh, wait. What's up? I don't think we uh, announced the big news. Oh, no. We We're on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We have a YouTube channel. You can find us there as well. And you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash vomoyo. And you can find me on the Twitter machine at Victor Omoyo. What's the codex YouTube link? Uh, well, it's like a really long URL. So uh, just We're working on it. Show notes. Yeah. yeah. Just type in codex prime. You'll, you'll find us. Eris, <laughs> uh, you're off of social media because you don't want people knowing where you are. What you're I'm doing. on there. I'm just stealth. I got you. I'm, I'm under the underground. Yeah. <laughs> if you're interested um, in someone live tweeting Patriots games, uh, wrestling, and or Boston Celtics games, you can follow me at Maurice Cerullo on Twitter. It's literally you, my name. You did have some hot takes during that Patriots game. <laughs> uh, like I said, you can follow me on SoundCloud, MrBird1027, as well as Instagram, Twitter, same name. I think asked Yeah, and now. quick heads up, when we talk about Star Wars next week, we're probably going to talk about it fairly spoilery so see the movie although i don't foresee anyone not seeing it except for Colbert because he hasn't seen them yet I, I think that for that episode we should probably have a spoiler free discussion Ooh. and then spoiler tag it yep and then just ruin it for everyone that's a great idea yeah, yeah. that's what we're doing listeners and yeah, if you see the movie let us know what you think in the email later nerds <laughs> peace later. out everyone later see you next week <laughs> <laughs>